Hello and welcome to Prince Track by Track. Today we're going to be talking about Bat Dance from Batman. The final song on Prince's final album in the 80s. Uh, recorded in March 1989 at Paisley Park and released on the 9th of June 1989, a few days after Prince's 31st birthday. Uh, on the track we have Prince. Um, playing, I'm going to say, instruments and other things. Um, and then you also have Kim Basinger, Jack Nicholson and Michael Keaton um, sampled from the film. Um, and then you also have uh, Matthew Larson, a band technician who works with Prince, who did some vocal stuff and was sampled and was put onto this track and got special thanks from Prince. The track itself is, depending on what you're listening to, the single release is four minutes and six. The kind of the album version is six minutes 13. There is a remix that goes for seven minutes 15. And then there is the Vicky Vale mix, which basically takes the portion of the song where Prince talks about Vicky Vale and just keeps on going for five <laughs> minutes and 38. Uh, joining me to talk about this track is Gina Radcliffe. Hello, Gina. Hello. I, I am so excited to be talking about this song. I, I think this might have been the first song I, I signed up for when you when you announced that you were doing this. I, I was going to say, let's try and pick a genre for it, but I I feel like... No, there's no classifying this song. <laughs> yeah. it, 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 is, it, it is truly a, a genre in, in and of itself. You know, the fact that Prince decided to make this kind of weird song collage of all the different elements from the film Batman and have that be the lead single <laughs> and and then make a video where he is half Batman, half Joker, but it's filled with a video that has Jokers that are based on the, the 1960s Joker, not the Joker that's in the film. But then the Batmans are also kind of like um, kind of Adam West Batmans because they've got the, the kind of like the, the nose thing with the little lines around it. Um, I don't know it's just it's, I mean I guess obviously Prince had seen kind of like a rough cut of the film so that's where he got the, the samples from um, but everything else just seems to be kind of Prince's idea of what the film Batman should be rather than what the film actually was yeah um, I, I I would love to be a, a fly on the wall when when like Tim Burton got a look at this because it's just like I, I feel like he's like you know, I, I like it, but what is it? You know, like, <laughs> just because I mean, if you like, if you compare it to the to like the Danny Elfman score, it's Danny Elfman score is very traditional superhero uh, music, and then you've got this, which is just like like it's just everything in the kitchen sink. And you know, we should say obviously, you know, it was number one in the U.S. on the Billboard chart, on the dance chart, on the R and B hip hop chart. It only got to number two over here. Uh, don't ask me what kept it off the number one spot. Um, it got to number one in Switzerland and Norway and New Zealand um, and number two in Australia. Um, it got to number five in Belgium and France, number four in the Netherlands. You know, it, you know. Yeah, I was I was like 17 when it came out and I, I definitely remember very well the whole you back before, when you still had to like stand in line for an hour to buy a movie ticket and, and hope that by the time you got there they weren't sold out. I mean, everybody had the 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 t shirt with the the you know the kind of updated Batman symbol. Which I mean, there's been how many Batman movies since then? Like six or seven, and that's still when you see people wearing the Batman t shirt, it's still that that Tim Burton stylized Batman symbol. And this it was, it was yeah huge it was a huge movie and and certainly there was you know an incredible amount of anticipation for this soundtrack and then bat dance came out. i mean I'm, I'm genuinely surprised that i forgot that it actually got to number one on the pop charts <laughs> because i 
I think if it came out now, I think people would be like, what in the hell is this? I, I, I mostly remember it being more of a, I don't remember hearing it a lot on the radio, which is surprising, but it was, it was like one of those every half hour jobs on MTV though. Uh, yeah. The, I mean, the video obviously was something that was kind of helped get it promoted. Um, you know, the artwork for the single itself was just literally the, the kind of the, the, the metal symbol, you know, the, the Batman symbol. Uh, and it's worth saying that actually in the video, Prince has a Batman symbol, but it's a, it's the there was actually an earlier version of the symbol which has an extra couple of points on the tail, mm-hmm. and he's actually using that version and not the version that's actually on all the artwork. Yeah, he yeah he definitely stated his opinion on what which kind of Batman he preferred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he definitely he definitely leaned towards the campy '60s era Batman. Obviously, you know it it was released um uh, uh, like I said um you know at the beginning of June in America. Um, it was released uh, a few days later over here, and then the 12 inch was released on the the 21st of July 1989, which I think over here was the day that the film came out. And you know, the B side is is the song 200 Balloons. Um, I'll talk about that once we get to the hits, the B sides. And worth mentioning that Bat Dance, despite being Prince's, uh, I think fourth number one, was not included on Prince's hits, the B sides. Mostly due to kind of um, issues to do with licensing. Yeah, most of the song, most of the song is just it's a lot of it is just samples from the movie, like 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 yeah. dialogue samples and all. But also, Party Man or you know, Arms of Orion. No, none of the singles from Bat from Batman were included on uh, the hits the b-sides and there, there are stuff on the hits the b-sides that basically kind of barely even charted that was included so um it was a conscious effort to not include anything from this project um on the hits the b-side and the first time that we actually got it on a compilation was the the kind of the posthumous compilation forever um, where bat dance was finally included uh, only after prince's death could could people actually acknowledge that bat dance was a single that he did <laughs> let's talk about the song kind of in depth because we we really haven't gotten into the craziness of it um uh, i would say are there any memorable lyrics but the the song doesn't really have lyrics to no, s- so to speak it, of this is the weirdest thing about it um you know i think the only the only thing that he actually adds to it is is oh yeah gonna rock that body <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's that, that's his primary vocal contribution. Well, th- there is one line which he has, which I'll I'll speak about when we get to it, because I feel like the song is kind of as with, you know, all the other songs on this album are told from the point of view of one specific character, whether that be uh, Batman or the Joker or Vicky Vale uh, or occasionally uh, I think there's one of the tracks which is told from the point of view of Bruce Wayne rather than Batman. Um, but we get the opening part, which is kind of like the Joker's section. Uh, it opens with Jack Nicholson saying, you know, ooh, I've got a live one here. I'm not going to do an impression of Jack Nicholson. <laughs> um, and then we have the kind of the get the funk up part where, you know, Prince is singing get the funk up and then Batman is is the kind of refrain that goes against it. And then he insists, you know, go, go, go with a smile, which again is a sample from the film. And then he actually says the words bat dance. So we actually get the title of the song, which is only said once. And that, that's it. Um uh, just before Prince says, "Keep busting." And 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 the, inter- and the interesting thing is that it, it's, it has the word "dance" in the title. There's not a lot, except for the 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 the, the breakdown in the middle. There's not a lot of this you could dance to. <laughs> I was going to say, even though this did kind of top like the, the the dance charts in America, it isn't really a kind of dance track. No, uh, it's it's very frenetic, and, and it's it's I can't really see you know, much of it. People trying to dance to this. <laughs> we get we get the kind of get the funk up Batman that kind of that kind of part at the beginning of the song, which then leads to 
Um, a sample of uh, the, the first track of the album, The Future. We have a sample of Prince saying, I've seen the future and it will be. So Prince is essentially already sampling himself as well as throwing in quotes um, from, you know, uh, the other the, the kind of, um, you know, characters. And we get a little bit of the, and where and where is the Batman? And in the video, Prince, all the quotes, Prince mimes, which I love. Um, you know, it's just him like mouthing these quotes and it, it's really weird to see Prince kind of sitting behind this gigantic, he's got a, a whole set of keyboards that he's sitting next to and he's got like an eight, uh, a reel for reel, sorry, that's running next to him that ha- that effectively has the song playing. Um, <laughs> and then he kind of, each time there's a, there's a sample, he, he will kind of mouth the sample to the, to the camera. And kind of for that first part where you have the kind of the future thing, you really have a kind of, there's a, Prince is doing like a, a kind of keyboard thing over the top of it. It's got a very kind of heavy, it's kind of very kind of bass heavy. Um, and, um, you know, you get this kind of sample of do it, which Prince kind of keeps repeating over and over again. Um, and then that finishes with um, p- the part that kind of makes up the Vicky Vale mix, which is stop the press, um, which, you know, as a kid, that probably was my f- the favorite point in the song is when it's stop the press. Who's that? And then the yeah, though no, that's that, that's the great yeah that's definitely the 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 high point of the song. Yeah. Then then it actually becomes a dance song because <laughs> you get you get Prince with this kind of like guitar that he kind of suddenly that becomes like the main focus. Um, you you have this kind of very uh, simple kind of drum beat, and then over the top of that, Prince has this guitar that he's putting underneath. And of course, when she says "I like Batman," you get Prince singing Batman in the style of the Batman theme from nineteen sixty six. Um, you know, which, but yeah, it, you know, it's a nice thing. But the fact that when he sings Batman, he sings it the way that you know Homer sings the words uh, "preacher" when he's, he gets, <laughs> when he joins the cult, <laughs> and and the Batman theme is stuck in his head. And then you know, we have the it kind of shifts a little bit, and we have the conversation with you know it's not even really a conversation but the funny thing is prince kind of puts the samples together so it kind of tells this little story between vicky vale and bruce wayne where he says hi bruce wayne um and he goes i've tried to avoid all this but i can't and then of course you know she says i've just gotta i just gotta know we're we gonna try to love each other now i don't remember these lines from the film no i i don't i think this is a lot of like i, I think he definitely saw a very early cut of it and, and just kind of you know piecemeal together these various uh samples from that <laughs> yeah and then we get the repeat of stop the press who is that and then of course we get vicky vale um i think it's funny that kim basinger essentially gets reduced to this sample where prince presses a button and she just keeps saying vicky vale over and over again <laughs> um <laughs> and then you know um bruce wayne remarks she's great isn't she um, and then this is where we get the kind of the only original part of this song, like the only part that isn't really sampled from anywhere else, which is the I want to bust that body part, um, you know, and and kind of the whole. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. I want to bust that body. Right. That kind of, you know, that whole thing. And then we get a little bit of the kind of, um, you know, uh, I'd like to. But he's out there right now from uh, from Bruce Rain, uh, leading into what will be the kind of the final part um, but, you know, and then we get, of course, the famous Ever Dance with the Devil in the Pale Moonlight. Um, now, this scene, obviously, in the film is where uh, Bruce Wayne uses a like a, a tea tray as like a bulletproof vest. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> so and that's and the scream of like after the gunshot, you know, is from that scene. But in the in the video, you have a bunch of like Vicky Vales walking up to a bunch of jokers and they're all pointing guns directly at her head. 
as these samples are played. Then, like, when the gunshot... They don't... Fortunately, they do not shoot her in the head. They point the guns up in the air when the gunshot goes off. At that point, it's looking like these, you know, these fake Jokers are about to kill these Vicky Vales. Um, and it's kind of a bit dark. And after the gunshot, we get the, the part where, you know, uh, Bruce, Bruce Wayne is saying, I've got to go to work. Um, and then we get some Batmans. Um, and then... At this point, Prince decides to sample a different song, which is Electric Chair, where he starts interspersing the lyrics. If a man is considered guilty for what goes on his mind, then give me the electric chair for all my future crimes. And in between each of the lines, the word work is kind of sampled um, from from Michael Keaton saying the word work. And then we get my favorite line of the entire song, which makes absolutely no sense, which is, hey, ducky. Let me stick the seven inch in the computer. I, you know, I swear he's, is he saying, hey, ducky? Yeah. <laughs> I always, I always wonder. I never actually really bothered to look up the lyrics, but, <laughs> but I was like, what is this? Like, does, did he say ducky? Oh, okay. I, I, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's like a, a reference to, I don't know, Pretty in Pink or something. I'm not sure what's going on there. But the fact that maybe he that, says, maybe that's, maybe that was his nickname for Matthew Larson. Maybe, maybe that's where. But he he says, "Let me stick the seven inch in the computer." Now, here's the thing: there have been various sizes of computer discs that you can have. Obviously, everyone knows the three and a half inch floppy disk. Uh, before that, you you also had a two and a half inch floppy disk, um, and you also had um, there used to be large like fourteen inch platters that you used to have. Um, you know, that would, would sit inside hard drives. Never at any point has there ever been anything seven inch related that would go in computers. So I don't know what Prince is talking about here. <laughs> it's such an odd line. Um, but, you know, I guess, um, I mean, maybe he wants to put the seven inch of this single in the computer, but I don't know that you'd ever have a computer that would play vinyl. I don't know what's going on there. It just doesn't make any sense at all to me. Um, it, if, a, if a computer existed that played vinyl, Prince would have had it. Come on. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> maybe maybe he had this very special computer that nobody else knew about that, that <laughs> would easily have um, seven inches that fitted in. But yeah, that's just my favorite line because it's so kind of stupid and it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And the fact that he's referring to someone called Ducky. Um, I, don't, I don't know. It's just, it's just fun. Um, and then, of course, he says here, hey, we got power. Oh, we got soul. Hey, we got we got to show enough get off and make the devil go go, um, and then of course uh, we get the kind of this is kind of like a stutter, isn't it? Where the, the kind of you get this kind of beat um, just before we get the the infamous line: "This town needs an enema," and then we're kind of into the final part, um, which I would say is kind of like uh, the well, it's the part where they keep saying Batman over and over again. <laughs> Um, and, and there's a point where Prince is saying, don't stop dancing, um, kind of, but it's, I mean, it's sampled in a weird way, so you can't really tell what he's singing. Yeah, he's kind of, he's not really singing, he's sort of screaming it. Yeah, it, the don't stop dancing, but it, but you can't, you can't really tell what he's saying. Um, and we get a lot of, you know, I'm, I'm going to kill you, I'm not going to kill you. And in between you get power, soul, and then you got Batman, just repeated, I'm Batman. Batman, just Batman, 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 over and over again. <laughs> um, you know, kind of emphasizing at this point that's the that's the film. Go out and see it, Batman, Batman, Batman. Um, and then you know, at some point, <laughs> Prince at the very end, he kind of screams, "Turn the music back up, you son of a bitch!" Which is just like <laughs> such a great kind of thing. And we get the Joker saying, "Have you ever heard of the healing power of laughter?" And then Prince samples. Actually, this final section kind of samples the music mostly from. Uh, the b-side to the to the to bat dance which is 200 balloons 
which was originally going to play during the parade scene, but was then replaced by Trust. Um, and at the very end, you have a sample of that saying, who's going to stop 200 balloons? Nobody. And then someone says Batman, and then you get the word stop. And that's the end of the song. And that's the end of the album. And in the video, Prince says stop, but... It's actually, you know, Michael Keaton saying the word stop to his Batmobile as it drives up to him really fast into like a kind of a, a little control, um, you know. So the Batmobile in 1989, a self-driving car. So, um, you know, predicting the future. <laughs> but yeah, and uh, and I mean, if you were seeing this as the kind of lead off single, I can only imagine seeing the video with Prince uh, half Batman, half Joker dancing with well, uh, from what I can tell in the video are mostly women. Yeah, dressed, it's it's, dressed a, as... it's a pretty you know it's a pretty crazy video and and again very it seems very kind of you know he just did whatever came the first image that came to his mind he went with that um, yeah. it's very which is kind of funny because I feel like you said something about that uh predicting the future with the self driving Batmobile I I feel that this sort of predicted the Joel Schumacher Batman movies. Because they're very, yeah. like, it's got that same kind of very over-the-top, very colorful, kind of very, you know, you know, I know how corny this is, you know, I mean, like, like you know, I'm just going to have fun with this. Because, I mean, one of the, of course, one of the complaints, I mean, if you will, of the, the Tim Burton Batman movie, certainly the first one, is that they're very dark. I mean, not Christopher Nolan dark, but they're very dark and kind of dreary and bleak. And then... You know, and then Joel Schumacher, the Batman movies for all of their many, many faults, uh, you know, kind of re-embraced that whole kind of campy 60s look to them. And I, and I feel like this almost would have been an even better match for those movies. Because yeah. as, as, if you look at the two of them, the, the, the Batman, the Batdance video and the Batman movie, the stylistically, they're very different. Yeah, I mean, especially is because Prince, you know, not just is he singing the words Batman as though he were doing it for the 1966 version, but the Joker that's in these videos is kind of more of a 1966 Joker than the Joker that's in the film. Uh, yeah, which yeah, I which I can understand because yeah. I don't think the dancers could look like um, the Joker in the night. I mean, they'd have to all look like Jack Nicholson, and I don't think Jack Nicholson is that good of a dancer. So no. <laughs> it would have looked a bit odd to have had like eight Jack Nicholsons trying to dance. Um, but yeah, you know, the, yeah, there is a kind of more of a camp element in the video than is in than is present in the 1989 film, and it, it kind of doesn't really fit with the tone of of the film that it's promoting. Um, and you know, there is there is one point where Vicky Vale, uh, one of the Vicky Vales, should I say, is wearing a black dress, and it says "All this and brains too," uh, which <laughs> itself is a reference to the Dark Knight Returns uh, by Frank Miller. Um, so you know there there are little things in there that suggest Bat that Prince knows the Batman mythology a little, um, but again it doesn't seem like he's particularly taken with the film. Aside from throwing in all the samples, um, you know it doesn't seem like the, the 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 what he wants to do is promote the nineteen eighty nine Batman film, and even in the video for Party Man, you know um, he's Gemini once more, but in that he's he's fully in a Joker costume and in his face is you know painted half white and his hair is half green. Um, but again, that doesn't really reflect what's going on in the film. You know, um, the kind of the the look of that video is is kind of more um, you know a little more camp than the film it's than the nineteen eighty nine film is. And obviously that was a conscious choice by Tim Burton and by Warner Brothers to get away from the Adam West stuff. 
Um, but then it's odd that they they chose to say that, you know, Prince learned the Adam West theme, you know, when he was a kid. Like, you know, there's a kind of the stuff that Prince was doing while it it was kind of heavily, you know, covered with the logo and all the artwork had the kind of the, the Batman logo on it. It does feel like Prince is is kind of more interested in his own version of what he thinks Batman is rather than what the, the actual film did. Uh, yeah, def- definitely. Yeah, I think he I think even yeah, I think because he was still in the period where he was trying to renounce that sort of you know the darkness of the black album so yeah i had the feeling he was looking at this and he's like you know why does it have to be so dark man let's have some fun with this it's a guy in a bat suit you know i mean Uh, it's also worth saying that in the in bat dance there is a tiny little sample of um because this is also in 200 balloons uh rave unto the joy fantastic uh, obviously, that would then later become, you know, an album uh, when Prince made a deal uh, in the early 2000s. He kind of, you know, rounded up a bunch of songs that he had from the 80s and re-recorded a couple of them and threw a couple of covers on. And that became the album Raven to the Joy Fantastic. Um, so this is kind of like the earliest that you get to hear a sample of that, even though that song was recorded in, I think, 1983-ish. So so there's quite a gap between that getting released. And this is the kind of that you only get a tiny snippet of just the words Raven to the Joy Fantastic um, and in this song. But this is kind of the first time that we're hearing that. Um, so obviously, if you, you know, if you're a, a, a Prince fan who knows kind of like the, the back catalogue, it was always fun to hear the, those little things that he'd thrown into this song. Uh, almost for the almost for just for the Prince fans themselves, um, rather than anyone who was going to see, um, you know, Batman. Um <laughs> Now, uh, I feel like it's going to be hard to grade this one because it is such an oddity. Uh, You know, like, it doesn't really feel like anything else Prince did before. And even, like, 200 Balloons is, like, a fairly straight Prince song. Like, um, you know, and even once you get to Raven, you know, once you actually finally hear Raven to the Joy Fantastic, which sounds like it's going to be a crazy song because that title is kind of impenetrable. I don't even know what that's meant to mean. Um, it turns out to be just like a normal kind of Prince funk song and it's it's not anything kind of that crazy. Um, so I, I don't know. I mean, to me, I would have to say, um, you know, I, I kind of, I enjoy the opening bit, but I feel like it's a bit too long and I really like the Vicky Vale stuff. Once it's this town needs an enema. I don't know, that, that feels like it's kind of rushing to get to the end and Prince has kind of got a bit bored and he's just throwing samples <laughs> left, right and centre, just trying to finally get the song over. Um, so I'd have to say at most I could give it four out of five. I don't think I'm going any higher than that. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a solid five. I mean, I would I I'm, again <laughs> I am boggled that this made it to number one because I feel like this should actually be like ad- advanced Prince. This is like Prince one hundred and two, <laughs> and and I would never introduce Prince to anyone with this song because because. I know anybody who's never heard it before is going to be like, what in the hell is this? Because again, it just seems like weirdly for, you know, a song attached to a movie that was expected to, and did make huge box office to be so weird and experimental and, and kind of just all over the place. I mean, it's, it's fascinating that it's did chart so high, but, but I, I love it. I, I think it might be, a sort of sentimental attachment, you know, my enjoyment of the first Batman movie. I mean, I granted I've not watched it in years, but, you know, being a, a nerdy teenager before, you know, nerdy te- teenagers became a, a you know, a, a very you know, high profiting commodity and just feeling like a part of this whole, you know, exciting, you know, new thing of superhero movies who, who you know, whoever thought that would become a thing, you know, and, and, <laughs> and, and so there's definitely some sentimental 
value <clears throat> value attached to that for me. I mean, it's I mean, it's worth saying as well. You know, if we're talking about its time, you know, as a number one single, um, it it actually knocked Toy Soldiers by Martika off the number one spot um, for the for the the Billboard um, you know Hot 100. Um, that was a prop. That was probably a mercy killing. <laughs> well, then Prince, of course, went to went on to write two songs for Martika on her next album. Um, <laughs> so, and then it was succeeded by "Right Here Waiting" by Richard Marks. Good um, heavens! Which is that, yeah, probably one of the most kind of saccharine piano ballads. That gives you that gives you a really good indicator of just how, <laughs> for for lack of a better word, schizophrenic eighties music charts were. Yeah, that you you could just go from such a huge tonal shift from toy soldiers to bat dance and then back to richard marks (laughs) and in the hot black singles it actually it knocked on our own by bobby brown uh after number one spot uh obviously that was from ghostbusters 2 which was uh kind of one of the the other kind of um big films out that that summer um and also another one that kind of you know this was a time when obviously every like kind of blockbuster had to have a song that accompanied it so bobby brown was called in for ghostbusters 2 because of course that makes complete sense um and interestingly enough that was knocked off the number one spot by um a song by um stephanie mills um and she later went on to cover a couple of prince songs so you know on one chart he's knocking off someone that he ended up working with and on the other chart he's getting knocked off by someone who ended up covering some songs of his um so you know um kind of just interesting to note that but yeah i mean uh i mean just like if you just think of those kind of those acts like martika bobby brown richard marks and prince to think that that's kind of what was going on in august 1989 on the charts is just kind of such a weird mix of like different kind of singles i mean i, I don't know and, and the, you know the fact that kind of on our own you know just <laughs> The single cover for that is just the cast of Ghostbusters. It's the four Ghostbusters. There's no Bobby Brown on it. And it's the same with, you know, Bat Dance. You know, there's no Prince on it. It's just the Bat symbol. Um, you know, that's kind of how, how important it had become, you know, it had become that, um, you know, singles from kind of films were, um, you know, and kind of how they helped promote, uh, you know, the, the, the kind of the films that they came from. Um, and, you know... I'm I'm not saying that Prince kind of helped at the box office, but I would have to think that having a number one song and a number one film, um, and I believe also a number one album, because I think Batman, you know, Batman itself. Yeah, was yeah, that was, so, yeah, that was the whole thing with it. Yeah, so like having all those those kind of different things be number ones all at the same time has obviously got to have helped the film, and you know, I mean, I feel from this point, from kind of this point in history, it's hard to imagine how how much. <laughs> Batman that that summer dominated literally everything like you couldn't move without someone having that logo on something um you know including you know you couldn't even listen to music without Michael Keaton and and Kim basically kind of yelling stuff at you from a Prince song <laughs> uh, you know it was literally everywhere yeah so I mean I feel like we've said as much as we possibly can uh, about Bat Dance um so let's go to any plugs is there anything you wish to plug gina i co-host the kill by kill podcast with uh previous guest of yours patrick hamilton uh on it we talk about horror movies according to the uh the characters who are often the uh the least important part of these movies uh you can find that on um under kill by kill on whatever podcast aggregator you use uh our instagram is kill by kill podcast 
and our Twitter is Kill by Kill Pod. Uh, by the time this this uh, goes live, we're going to be just about getting to the end of the Friday the 13th series. So uh, after that, I believe we are moving on to um, A Nightmare in Elm Street. So, uh, you know, gird your loins for that. It should be an exciting one. <laughs> I was going to say, there's not many kills in the first nightmare on Elm there isn't we're gonna be blowing through those pretty fast but i think we're gonna spend yeah we're gonna spend a, a lot of time talking about part two though that, that is <laughs> clearly both the best and the worst one okay well you can find us on facebook at prince track by track or on twitter at prince podcast or you could email us not sure why you would at prince track by track at gmail.com uh thanks once more for being my guest here gina thank you and otherwise stop whoever heard Stop. Stop.